All right, everybody, we got a fun episode for you today. Welcome to a brand new episode of the I Am Salt Lake podcast. My name's Chris Hollifield. Thank you so much for joining me. This is a really cool conversation that I had on this episode. This is a conversation I had with Travis Richards. He's the founder of the Restauranteur Facebook group, as well as he's a local social media manager. So this is a really cool conversation. I got to geek out with him about food, about social media, and we did something a little bit different this week, guys. I'm excited because we recorded this at Eight Settlers Distillery, which is located at 7321 Canyon Center Parkway in Cottonwood Heights. So stoked that they let us record this episode there. So honored that they gave us a tour, showed us the distillery. Great people over there. Go support them. I actually want to start doing more podcast recordings like this. So if you're a local restaurant, a cafe, a coffee shop in the Salt Lake area, reach out, get in touch and say, hey, I'd love to uh, host you on a, on a podcast recording at, out of uh, my restaurant. Hey, are you curious what your home might currently be worth? When's the last time that someone did a market analysis on your home? Well, in case you didn't know yet, I'm a licensed realtor here in the state of Utah. I'm on the Be Heard in Utah team. I'm based out of Keller Williams, and I would love to let you know uh, what kind of equity you have in your home. All you need to do is send me your address through text, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Send me your address. I'll send you the numbers. No strings attached. Don't worry. I'm not going to start hounding you. If you want to know what your home is currently worth, get in touch. My number is 801 244-2908. And uh, on that note, let's get into that episode. Like I said, uh, this one is with Travis Richards. Great conversation. It was recorded at the Eight Settlers Distillery in Cottonwood Heights. Many thanks to them. And uh, let's get into the conversation. We got Travis Richards sitting down with me. We're doing something a little bit different this week. We're recording um, live on location at the Eight Settlers Distillery. This place is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, let me give the address here really quick. So if you're listening and you've never come here yet, so you can come and check this place out because this place is awesome. I mean, perfect place for a date. I mean, this they might be full for Valentine's Day. So, I mean, <laughs> if you haven't got your reservations yet, they are located 7321 Canyon Center Parkway, Cottonwood Heights in Utah, or of course they're in Utah, 84121. Uh, great menu, cocktails, uh, spirits, dinner, um, desserts. I mean, beautiful place. Travis and I, we did a little tour prior to recording here. I really love the jail cells. That yeah. was kind of, uh, what, what is your thoughts on this place, Travis? It's awesome. I mean, it's right at the mouth of the canyon, so people that are getting done skiing for the day can stop by and have a cocktail and try some of their awesome food. Awesome. What did you have? You had like a like a bison burger? It was an exotic burger. So it had Let's kind of talk about that for a minute before we before we find out about your story, man. <laughs> so I had the exotic burger. It was a patty made up of elk, bison, wagyu, and boar. Had a Vermont cheddar, bacon, jalapeno, onion strings, ragtown, bar- barbecue, aioli, lettuce, tomato, pickle, brioche bun, and fries. And it was awesome. Juicy, cooked to perfection. Awesome. And also, I want, I want to publicly thank you for setting this up today. Yeah, no For worries. us to record here. I mean, because, you know, I was looking for a place to record the podcast. 
you're the man. You're you're the like the food king of Salt Lake, <laughs> in my opinion, which I want to get into. I mean, because you do everything uh, food related from, you know, social media to your Facebook group to, uh, you know, other aspects of that. But before we get into that, Travis, I'm going to start it a little bit different this week. What do you like to do outside of all the work? What brings you joy? My family, for sure. Love spending time with my family. My three little kids are the light of my life. Um, my wife is 100% supportive of everything that I've been doing. and She's just rooting you along, man. She's yeah. just saying, hey, go get it, Travis. Yeah, yeah. And when I find time, I like to go frisbee golfing or disc golfing. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I might have to go with you and do that sometime yeah. because... I've heard nothing but like people saying how awesome that yeah, is. Have you never much, been? Dude, I've never done it. Really? I, but I, I've seen, I mean, I know I'm somewhat familiar with it. Yeah. Is there like good places to go do that here? In, yeah. In Salt Lake? The, I think it's called Creekside Park. It's in Holiday. Oh, you're good. I was just bringing that microphone back just a little bit closer yeah, to Yeah, no you. worries. Um, so I actually took my best friend. He's been my best friend for close to 10 years now. Crazy. Uh, I took him for his first time and he just became obsessed with it. I mean, he's he actually moved into an apartment nearby the just purposely yeah, because of that. Yeah, yeah. And he goes out to the dub tournaments every Tuesday and yeah, so Awesome. I'm going to, have to try that. I've got influence in disc golf as well. <laughs> awesome. I want to jump right into this Facebook group that you do. Yeah. And I'm going to butcher the name. I mean, we were kind of going over it a little bit before we started recording here. <laughs> Restaurateur. Yeah. Is that, I don't know. You pronounce it correctly. <laughs> the inner circle, I yeah. guess is what I would call it. I mean, this Facebook group has turned into, I mean, if you're not in this group in Utah, and you're in the food scene, you're missing out, right? Yeah. What, I mean, what inspired you to start this Facebook group? Man? Uh, just my love of food and the fact that I was, and I'm still currently making a living uh, doing third-party delivery. Like through like DoorDash yeah. and, 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 yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So I kind of wanted to give back to the people that were giving me the ability to support my family. Yeah. Because, you know, without local restaurants and even chain restaurants, I wouldn't be able to do what I love. Yeah. And that has kind of shifted recently. I'm kind of starting to put that on the back burner. The the food delivery. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? What? Because I've recently started offering social media services. Okay. To local restaurants. So I've got, I think, seven or eight clients. No. Currently, as as we're recording this, yeah, yeah. So what? Okay, so you so you started this group mm -hmm. to kind of just promote April your... twenty nineteen is when I started. Okay, it. So we're in. Gosh, I forget what year we're in. <laughs> these last couple of years have been such a blur. But so for you've been doing it for a couple of years, yeah. And you just did it for the love of food, mm -hmm. and then I mean, did you? You weren't doing anything with social media yet, like for other well, other clients. Not yet. for anybody else. Uh, Just yourself. Yeah. Well, and I would post on behalf of local spots. Okay. So on my Instagram and my Facebook page and the group, I would reach out to local spots that could use some exposure and go in and create content and then go ahead and post it on my okay. pages. So it's, it's, Kind of like being a foodie in a way, but at the same time, the group has taken it to another level of being a foodie because it 
allows everybody in the state to be a foodie, if that makes sense. I think everybody thinks they're a foodie <laughs> in Utah, right? We're all critics. We all no. I think that happens in every state. But uh, I mean, what do you what do you like about being a social media manager? What do you what do you like about doing that? It's uh, just an awesome experience to have people trust me first of all um, to help them build their business, and I always wanted to be a director when okay. I was growing up. So this is kind of. I guess a couple steps below being an actual film director, but it's within the same realm. So, so growing up, you wanted to make movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you, do you still want to make movies or do anything with that? Uh, yes and no. I, I like to do uh, like a show out of my brand and concept. Maybe like a, like a YouTube channel or something, yeah. right? Like what would you like? Give me an idea of what you think you could do. What, what? It would be awesome. I mean, if the Food Network picked me up, of course, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a hope and a dream. But I've attempted to go out and create an actual episode of the restaurateur inner circle. Um, but not having anybody to back me up. So I don't have like a cameraman or a sound man. Um, so when I go out and create content it's basically just me so it's kind of a hard feat to really create a show hmm. it does get difficult yeah yeah i could see that uh i mean maybe eventually you can you can uh hire somebody to just like tag along with you man. yeah and, yeah. and uh, so you said you have like six or seven clients right now right that you're 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 doing social media stuff mm -hmm. for I mean, what, talk about some of the stuff that you might do. Like if somebody even listening, because I mean, do you have more room for more clients? Right? Yeah, definitely. So my goal is to get at least three clients a day. So that would, you know, be 15 people a week, Monday through to, Friday. To produce for three, mm -hmm. three clients a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I basically, I just go out once a week uh, to the clients and create content and post it to their social pages and stay on top of engagement and messages. And uh, I also have a really good relationship with most of the local foodies in the yeah. state. So it's been, you know, a pretty easy process to reach out to a local foodie yeah. and ask them if they want to come in and help create some content for the spot that I'm currently working for. Does that get difficult? Like just looking at food all day, right? <laughs> like you're taking pictures of food, like even of this burger, right? Before we started recording, you know, you were off on another table doing mm -hmm. the video and taking pictures and doing all this stuff, right. And, and holding the burger and, <laughs> and, you know, you even asked me to take a couple of pictures for you. I mean, does that get, do you ever just want to be, Oh my gosh, I just want to eat this already. I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of taking pictures. I mean, does that get difficult? The, the, the camera always eats first. That's part of being a foodie. Yeah. And it's actually become a slight problem with the wife because she wants, you know, to just go out to a bar or to a restaurant and just enjoy each other's company. And I have kind of almost made it feel like my responsibility to create content every time I'm out eating. Just, so when you take her out, yeah. you, you whip your camera out. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, do, you, do you bring your light too with yeah, you? Like yeah. that little light thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. And so, she, does she heckle you for that? Yeah. Um, we're actually planning on uh, planning a date here soon where 
I will not be allowed to take photos of the food. <laughs> okay. Well, no, let's talk about that then for a minute. So she's actually implemented rules for you. <laughs> is that, is that what I'm understanding? Not really. Oh, you're you're kind of just taking the initiative. Yeah. yeah of, taking the initiative and just want to uh, give her a night out without me taking pictures of the food. All right, we're going to take just a minute now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors. I love talking about them, but better yet, I love when you guys support our sponsors because when you're supporting them, you are directly supporting this podcast. UtahMarijuana.org, they are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. Yes, guys, you heard it right. We have medical marijuana, medical cannabis here in the state of Utah, and utahmarijuana.org is going to help you out. They have over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers that are ready to help you find relief. So you won't have to search for a doctor that is willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org, they're dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And trust me, guys, they really help you out. The system could be a little tricky, but utahmarijuana.org, they have an awesome team and they're going to walk you through the entire process. And listen up, they're offering an exclusive discount to listeners of I Am Salt Lake. I am Salt Lake Podcast listeners and their friends. Use the code GREEN25. This is going to give you $25 off your first visit, as well as let them know you're a listener of the podcast, and uh, thus you're going to be supporting the podcast as you save $25. Again, that code is GREEN25. Go use it on your first visit, utahmarijuana.org. They have locations all up and down the Wasatch Front, you guys. So go check them out. Go support them. And many thanks to utahmarijuana.org for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Does your wife do anything with like social media or anything like that? Is she is she active in any of that? She's a member of the group. She's also an admin and she likes to share posts from local spots on an occasion. I just didn't know if she was very active. Yeah. Like, kind of like how you are. Mm-hmm. You know, our significant others aren't always yeah. uh, on the on yeah. the same level as as what we like to do. But uh, what's your least favorite part about doing like social media for other businesses? What's the your least favorite part? Or maybe there's nothing. I don't know. Uh, probably just having to figure out what I'm going to create content out of because there's only a certain amount of menu items that I can take photos of. Yeah. So I just have to keep on top of my creativity. Do you, do you, do you like look anywhere for motivation or inspiration or, or I mean, I guess everywhere you probably look at. Yeah. Up. I'm on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook all day. So yeah, you're just kind of, yeah. And hopefully I'm okay to say this. I want to mention, I mean, you do so actually social media for one of my brothers, Yeah, uh, his barbecue joint, the Holy Grill. I'm I'm going to mention, I'll give him a plug. Yeah, out in Pleasant Grove. And they are easily the best barbecue that I've had in Utah. Dude, it is such good barbecue. And I'm not even just saying that because it's my brother's place, but... But he's even said himself, I mean, I swear he was just saying it yesterday. I said, hey, I'm going to talk to Travis tomorrow. Anything (laughs) you want me to ask him? He's like, oh, you know. And I was like, oh, it's all good. But... He said that his he's really seen a change in his business mm-hmm. from you. Do, I mean, he's probably told you the same thing. Yeah. Right? It's, that's not always the case. Not always. And it's kind of the tricky part of being a social media manager is 
creating engaging engaging content that people you know want to engage with and that they also want to go and visit the place and try the food how do you um let's see if i can figure out how to word this how do you like what are your tips for time management man because it like it seems like i mean you're going from morning till night yeah right you're doing multiple jobs because you're still doing like DoorDash. You're still doing Uber Eats. You're mm-hmm. still doing the, uh, you know, I don't know what places you work for. Mm-hmm. Um, plus you have a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you manage your time? How do you know where to spend the time? It's been a struggle recently, especially because I only started offering social media management, I think about two months ago. Is okay, when so I, that's pretty new. Yeah. So it's it's been a struggle to figure out a good work life balance and you know when to put my phone down and you know when it's important to engage with the followers of all the accounts. Let's talk about let's talk about some of your favorite restaurants. I mean okay. I mean I'm sure you probably get experience all kinds of places. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite restaurants that you've been to recently that you've really enjoyed or that you even want to recommend? Make sure people hear. hear yeah. So one of my top places of all time is Hub and Spoke Diner. Oh my gosh. I love that place. Yeah. Yeah. They're on 1300 East and well, 1300 South and 900 East. Okay. They're right on the corner there. And they're just a classic American diner with amazing food. They're, they're, uh, they're boozy milkshakes. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let's get Grady over here. for. Do you care to say something on the microphone really quick? He's been our awesome waiter here at uh, 8 Settlers. <laughs> he just walked in. So we're in this like little private. What do you call this room, Grady? And I'm going to have you kind of get somewhat close to this microphone while you're talking. What is this room that we're recording in? What, what is this? This is the Danish room. Um, This is also one of our uh, private event rooms. I don't even know if that's picking up here, buddy. No worries. Let me pull my mask down a little bit. Um, So this is our Danish room. Uh, It is also one of our private event rooms that we can um, take the room and uh, get private events going in here for um, uh, parties, birthdays, wedding rehearsals, things like that. Um, also, if you're interested, you can come in and do some tastings, taste our some of our excellent spirits that we distill in-house, um, which is our Devil's Gate bourbon, our American Ragtown rye, uh, Butler's vodka, and a Green Ditch gin. Um, all, the, all of them are top shelf, excellent. Um, on top of that, we have excellent food, um, entrees, starters, desserts, and yeah, that kind of breaks down the room and the restaurant for you. How right long there. have you been here? How long have you worked here? I've been here since day one, since we opened. Oh, awesome. Wow. Awesome. So you've, I mean, how long has this, I mean, we'll, we'll do this in a separate podcast, but how long has this place been open? Um, December 8th of 2020. So, okay, so, so just, wow, that's two days after my birthday. Yeah. That was you open yeah. for my birthday. Yeah. That was awesome of you guys to do that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> no, and, and we're going we're gonna to bring, uh, you know, your distiller on the podcast and, and owner stuff, so I appreciate you yeah. chatting for a second here. Grady, he's a great, great waiter here. But, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, anyway, back to, um, back to Travis here. <laughs> so we're talking about some of your favorite restaurants. So Hub and Spoke is, uh, let me turn this volume down. Wow, I had that cranked up for Grady here. 
Hub and Spoke, man, they're boozy milkshakes. It's yeah. been a while since I've, I've had, oh yeah. my gosh, those are to die. Every for. dish that I've ever had there has been really, really good. I think I've had, I think it was a Venezuelan breakfast, which was ham and I'm not going to remember now. Um, oh, it's it, all good. <laughs> it was basically a bunch of really good meat underneath a fried egg, uh-huh. and it was awesome. Uh, I've had their corned beef, which was a special. Uh, I've had the hub and spoke burger, uh, fish and chips, pork sliders. So, yeah, everything there that I've ever eaten has been really good. All right, guys, we're going to take just a minute now and talk about another one of our awesome sponsors, the Salt Lake Barber Company. I've been using them for, gosh, six, seven, eight years now. I love Isaac over there. He has been doing an awesome job on my haircut, always making me look fresh and clean. So many compliments I get on it whenever I go out and about. They are located at 10 East, 800 South. They are a true community barbershop. They focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing all their barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. They do take walk-ins, but why not get a guaranteed appointment, book it online, just head on over to saltlakebarberco.com, select your barber, your services. They offer uh, haircuts, they offer straight razor shaves, beautiful barbershop. If you've never been there, stop by and check them out. Again, located 10 East, 800 South. Book your appointment at saltlakebarberco.com. And many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. How has it been? You know, we were just talking to Grady here. They opened up December 8th of 2020, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's like the heart of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. really, right? I mean, especially December 2020 because mm-hmm. when did the pandemic 2020, I guess is mm-hmm. in March. Right. So no. have you noticed being involved as much in, in the restaurant community? What have you seen? Have you seen restaurants still slow? I mean, are they picking up? I mean, are they still hurting for business? So it's been an interesting experience, <clears throat> excuse me, having this platform during the pandemic. Um, because it seems like food has been hit the worst. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And it's 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 been interesting watching places because a lot of places have actually thrived throughout the pandemic. Pizza places especially. Uh, I think mainly just because of the delivery aspect of pizza. Um, but, you know, there's been, I think, close to 900 closures in Utah alone. Wow. Since the pandemic started, I haven't so. even heard. Where, is there a place to see that, or you've just heard? Wait. Yeah, it's a number that I just kind of okay, pulled okay. out of a hat. Okay, okay. No, I didn't, I didn't know if there was like a website that I missed out on. But, yeah, uh, there's been a lot of places closed. Yeah. What I mean, what have you seen? I mean, have you seen? Um, how do I word this here? Like, what are some things you've seen restaurants do that has helped them? get through the pandemic and maybe, maybe other restaurants are hearing right now and they can hear your suggestions. Yeah. So I think the big thing towards the beginning of the pandemic was curbside, of course. Yeah. Um, also creating an online presence 
So it's really, really, really important to have a digital presence nowadays. So having a good website set up that people can find you on Google and order your food online. Um, because obviously, you know, not everybody is still comfortable going out to eat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. You got, you got so many different types of people Mm -hmm. with, with all of that, but uh, yeah, no, I definitely think online presence that, Back to your social media, yeah, on why it's important to be on yeah. social media. I mean, do you think it's important to be on all the platforms? I guess, I guess, if uh, if you were to say, probably, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really important to you know get your name and brand out there. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. If you okay, let's go back to you know. I was asking what your favorite restaurant was. Now I want to know if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life. What would that meal be? It would probably be burgers. Really. Burgers and beer. Okay, a man, a man <laughs> after my own heart. There, I mean, uh, just like I mean, do you have like a uh, like a like a, a type of? I mean, just a burger, cheeseburger, bacon burger. I actually prefer a burger without cheese because then you can taste the patty. Um, so, I think it was Anthony Bourdain that said that a burger should follow a certain formula, which is basically just a patty. Pickles, tomato, lettuce, and ketchup. And, you know, don't quote me on that, but, um, I believe that the simplest of things can usually be the best. I like that. <laughs> you ever had the peanut butter burger from Lucky 13? No. Never no, had the peanut no, butter burger. No. Yeah, I talk about it on the podcast so <laughs> much. And, um, I was just curious if you've had it and what your thoughts were on that. But uh, what's the most unusual thing that you've eaten? Um, It's got to be back in, I think it was recently after I graduated, my friend was working at a sushi spot downtown. Okay. And he invited us in to, you know, come in and have basically like a chef's tasting and... They had a sea urchin with a raw quail egg on it. And that was definitely the most unique and crazy thing I've ever eaten. Okay. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That, that does sound... Were you? I mean, was it good? Yeah, it was really good. What's the grossest thing you've ever eaten? Uh, that's a good question. Um... Or maybe you can't, I mean, I don't know, I guess I gotta put put you on a spot. (laughs) I'm really selective about the things that I eat, you know, just because I, I'm creating content out of everything that I eat and I don't want to waste my time or money. Probably. And, you know, I just, I just don't want to throw anybody oh, under the good. bus. You're good. I would, you know, I just want to make snails or, or, or something like that, you know, but so I want to go back to this Facebook group for just a minute. Cause there was actually a few things I wanted to ask about the, the restaurateur uh-huh. inner circle Facebook group, which I'm going to put a link at IamSaltLake.com with this. So people can go join it if you're not in the group already, but what's your like long-term goal with this group? Like, where would you like to, because weren't you even thinking of going like national with it? Or maybe you are. And I just I, don't. No, I actually already have a restaurateur inner circle USA group created. I think there's close to like 300 people in it. Really? Yeah. And I've got a group for every state in the nation created as well. 
the tricky thing about building a group is not having local connections mm. within other states. So that has been the big wall that I haven't been able to get over when it comes to building the nationwide and, you know, groups in all the other states. And I was curious how that, how that worked because, you know, like I remember when you started the group here in Utah, I mean, you were obviously doing a lot of the, the work, you know, you yeah. were doing a lot well, of the Well, and I mean, the early days of the group, I spent time on Facebook, you know, just messaging local spots. So every time I noticed a new Facebook page, I would just send them a message or add a comment to one of their posts, adding you know, basically an invite to the group. Mm. So and that, that's how you built the group as big as yeah, you did. Yeah. Interesting. Which I haven't had to do for a while now. It's been organically growing, which has been nice. How many, any idea how many people are in the group? We're just about at 9,100 people. Wow. Dude, that's great. <laughs> and it's probably, I mean, it's, it's done nothing but help you. It's done nothing but help the local community. Yeah. I mean, people find jobs in the group. People find equipment for their spots in the group. Um, people announce their grand openings in the group. So it's been pretty cool. Now, where are you from? Are you from, did you grow up here in Utah or where's home I for you, man? grew up in Holiday, Utah. Okay. Halfway through eighth grade. So not super far. Yeah. <laughs> halfway through eighth grade, moved out to Sandy, Utah and attended Indian Hills Middle School, graduated from Alta High School, class of 2000. Awesome. Did you ever move away from Utah, though? Nope. Any desire to move away from Utah? No, I got all my family here. And Really? Yeah. You know, I tell, you know, here's the thing. I lo- Obviously, I love Salt Lake. Yeah. Love Utah. I yeah. mean, I do a podcast about Utah, about Salt Lake yeah. City. <laughs> but I think everybody needs to go outside of Utah and yeah. experience it a little yeah. bit. Just get outside and experience what uh, I mean, do you have a favorite place you like to go visit? I don't really have the opportunity to travel all that much. Okay. Um, just due to finances for the most part. And that's kind of one of the things that's becoming exciting about the group is it's opening, you know, doors to hopefully be able to make more money and be able to travel the world and the country and create content and eat. And I love it. Wow. Let's, I want to talk about um, Uber Eats, DoorDash. I feel, they're not going to listen to this podcast, <laughs> although, you know. but I want to talk about how, because I've even seen you, you know, you, you've made posts about, I mean, there's a few things with it. First of all, people are horrible tippers, mm-hmm. right? Well, yes and, and then, no. And then, well, not everybody, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to label everybody, but, <laughs> but I know that that affects your job. Yeah. Tips do. Yeah. But I also know that, I mean, in these are kind of two separate questions that I would like to get into, but a lot of local businesses can't really even afford to use DoorDash yeah. or Uber Eats. What are your thoughts on, I mean, let's start there even. I mean, what, um, I mean, do you think all businesses should use DoorDash? Yes and no. I've always kind of viewed it in the same way as the early days of MP3s. On the internet, I'm not sure if okay. everybody's going to know what that is. I remember MP3. Yeah. <laughs> what? How would like? So basically, bit. if you were to download a new song for free off the internet, yeah. you were more likely to fall in love with that band and support them and go and see them in concert, 
or I see know, where you're going. Maybe buy one of their albums. So kind of the same concept with DoorDash and Uber Eats. It gets the food into people's hands. Mm. And, you know, hopefully that means that people will fall in love with the food and want to support the place. Now we've had, um, how do you, Chef Panzi, is that mm-hmm. how you say it? They're local, right? Mm-hmm. They're local Utah. Yeah. We had them on the podcast. They're kind of similar as Uber Eats, mm-hmm. right? But they're, they're a little more local. They don't, they don't take as much of fees out, I guess. Yeah. Do you drive for them too or no? Yeah, I do. They're probably um, just not as busy. Yeah. As, as Uber Eats or, and whatnot. That's interesting though. I mean, and then what about the tipping, man? Cause like, don't, that's where a lot of, as a driver, that's where a lot of your income comes from the tips, right? Mm-hmm. So if like, like, let's say myself, boom, I want to order some, you know, let's even say eight settlers here. I'm going to order some food from eight settlers. I order <laughs> from, from, from DoorDash. You're going to come and pick it up. But then you drove like, 20 miles. I don't know. What's the furthest you've driven for somebody? <laughs> 20 miles? So I mean, the is that furthest I've ever miles? driven was <clears throat> probably from Bountiful to Draper, which that was a, for a personal chef order. It wasn't uh, an order that was associated with any of the third-party apps. But for a third-party app, I've taken... One order from the Upper East Side of Mill Creek up to Park City uh, for, I think, $30 was the payout on it. So you, can you, you can't see what a tip is until, it depends, until they drop it, it off. It depends right? on the app. DoorDash, they hide the tips. Okay. Uber Eats and Grubhub. Grubhub straight up just shows you what you're going to make. Uber Do you Eats, like that? Do you yeah, like it? Yeah, that definitely. It's, it's my preferred way of doing things. Uber Eats, people will give you an upfront tip. Hmm. And they can actually tip after they receive their order and they can actually take the tip away after they receive their order. So that has actually been a benefit and a downfall because I've had people take tips away for absolutely no reason. Could they take a tip away even after you drop the food off? Mm -hmm. No. Yep. (laughs) That's, that's messed. So they could, they could make it look like, Oh, let's, let's pretend we're going to give this guy 50 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which one was that that did that again? Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Yeah. So that's that's the one to stay away from. Huh? <laughs> no, what, what I was curious of is, is, is where did you say? Mill Creek to Park City, right? Yeah. What if somebody only gave you $5 tip? Would that hurt you financially on that trip? I mean, or I mean, because it just seems like that's just a jerk move. Yeah. And I think it was a Grubhub order. So I saw the full pay. So that was the only reason that I took yeah. it. And I think it was also a slow part of the day. So yeah. I was just kind of sitting around with time to kill. Are you pretty busy? I mean, is it pretty busy delivering food? Can, can a person be pretty busy? Yeah. I mean, especially considering I multi-app, I think if I was only running one app, I would not make as much money as I do on the daily basis. Have you ever done like Uber and Lyft, like driving people around? Have you ever no, done? no. <laughs> See, now I've done that. Yeah. I did Uber and Lyft when it first came to Salt yeah. Lake, right? And I've always wondered like what the, di- I mean, food would seem so much better yeah. to me because I mean, you don't, you don't have 
passengers that are going to talk yeah. back. Yeah. Do you just, I mean, your, your car must just have all these wonderful smells from, 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 from all, food all day. I've always loved picking up from spits. Oh man. Uh, I because love every time I pick up from spits, I know that my car is just going to have a wonderful smell in it. That's awesome. That, so, I mean, that's interesting. I've always wondered like if it could be a, a lucrative job. But yeah. I, I, and I really think probably the pandemic helped it out too, because yeah, I yeah. think people really figured out how to get food delivery. I remember when it first came here to Salt Lake and I was like, I don't know if people are really going to, you know, pick up on that mm-hmm. and, and do that. But, mm-hmm. but I think, I think 2020 helped us out. Right. Mm-hmm. So here's the next question. This is, these are some fun ones I kind of just threw out there. To, hey, let's get to know Travis a little bit better. <laughs> so if you could share a meal with four individuals living or dead, who would they be? And I know I kind of just sprung that. Yeah. On you. So, so I'd have to say Bob Marley. Bob Marley, I like that. Um, probably Bill Murray. I like that. And Wes Anderson. Okay. And the members of Three Eleven. I like how you snuck. I like how you snuck in more than four there. Okay. Well, speaking of three eleven, what's the most memorable concert or sporting event that you've ever been to? Three eleven day in Vegas. Three eleven day. Yeah. There's a day for three eleven. Yep. I March, didn't know that. March eleventh. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Three eleven. Three eleven. What's your favorite way to unwind? What was that? Sorry. What is your favorite way to unwind? Like at the end of the day to relax. Coming home and cracking a beer. Yeah, what's your favorite beer? Uh, or does it? I mean, it, just, just like a Bud Light or something? Uh, no, 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 no. It's got to be craft. <laughs> I love Salt Flats Brewery. Ooh, I mean, I, I basically yeah. love all of the local breweries. I love IPAs, Hefeweizens. I mean, as long as it's a craft beer, I'm gonna try to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. I have some Salt Lake City questions. Okay. We ask everybody that comes on the show here, Travis, of course, I'm going to ask you here today. Eager to know your answer just because, you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're around the valley so much. But let's say we have, you know, we have family and friends. They visit us. Okay. They come into town, whether they're real or imaginary. And they said, give us a tour. Maybe they're coming in this upcoming weekend, right? And they want, they want you to take them to a few of your favorite spots. Where do you take them to? I mean, what are some places that you like to go to? I mean, I've had people, you know, the temple, the library, I've had people, you know, the, the salt flats, I've, you know, what, you know, I'm just curious what, uh, what you like <laughs> so to So I would probably take them up to my cabin, which is up by the Smith and Morehouse Reservoir, uh, east of Oakley. Okay. I didn't know you had a cabin up there, yeah, but now we're best friends, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a really magical spot up there. Okay. It's been in my family for two generations my great grandfather built it with my grandfather oh wow so yeah is there electricity and stuff yeah, in there? yeah. okay 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 i didn't <laughs> there's know a, I didn't there's know a hot tub and oh, okay okay a big screen tv and oh, okay satellite tv and so. I, didn't, I didn't know how rustic we were getting, right <laughs> if you could change one or two things about salt lake city what would you change like let's say you had that magic ability yeah i would Definitely change the liquor laws and unprivatize alcohol sales. Um, that's a good question. I mean, that's a good answer, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a, that's a, you know, we've heard that obviously. I mean, that's one of the biggest complaints. Yeah. But you know, one thing to think about is is I wonder 
if they let's say they got rid of liquor laws here mm-hmm. in Utah, would Utah still be Utah then? I mean, yeah. part of it is the quirky laws, though. Yeah, <laughs> that that in my opinion, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how far back you go, but do you remember members only like for the clubs, like, or not like when you had to get in bars and you had to get a little membership card? Yeah. I mean, that was so weird, but it was Utah, man. Yeah, it was yeah. just, it was a silly little thing. And, yeah. and uh, another question. Mainly it's just the inconvenience of having to go to a liquor store to pick up, you know, a bottle. Sure. Instead would, of just go to like uh, a grocery uh, store, Winco or Costco or, or Costco. Or, yeah. Something like that. That would be a lot easier. Uh, another question I usually ask is, is one or two favorite local eating spots, but you've kind of already been talking about, you know, your favorite <laughs> hub and spoke and, and, and Arimpa's is another spot that I love. Uh, Olympus burger is my favorite fast food burger of all time. Where are they located? They've got two locations. There's one on 900 East, just off of 5600 South. Okay. And another one on 700 East, 700 East, just off of 90th South. Okay. So yeah. How can uh, as we kind of wrap this episode up here, Travis? First of all, I mean it's been it's been awesome. Yeah. Sitting and chatting and, and getting to know you, dude. Here's the thing: we've been connected online yeah. for a while. I mean, a few years really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first time meeting today. Yeah. Uh, first time chatting, getting to know you. And, and, and again, it goes back to even me, me, why I started this podcast. Cause a lot of times we see these people, we see the owners of, of, you know, eight, like eight settlers here and, and, uh, you know, you online, but we don't know you. Yeah. And so hopefully people have gotten a chance to get to know who, who Travis is a little bit yeah, better thank and, you. and thank what you. makes him tick and, and why you're, I mean, here's the thing. You're an important part of this city. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, right? Like if it wasn't for you, think about all the other aspects that wouldn't fully click. Thus, you know, you are Salt Lake, right? That's cool. With, with I am Salt Lake. But that before we were at one hell of a compliment, you know, dude, it, it, take it. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> I'll it, take it and yeah. I'll run with it. <laughs> yeah, please do. Because I mean, I really admire what you do, but how can people connect with you? Listeners of the show, if they want to reach out, maybe social media, maybe they're interested in some social media, maybe they want to go find the group. What would be the best way to do that? So I'm on Instagram, uh, Restaurateur Inner Circle. Uh, Facebook, Restaurateur Inner Circle Utah is the group. Um, I mean, was there anything you were hoping we would talk about before we wrap this episode up or anything you want to talk about? I mean, before, why the record button's still going? No, I think we've... We've covered a lot of good bases here. Let's give a shout out again. I mean, seriously, uh, Eight Settlers Distillery. Yeah. Uh, huge props to these guys yeah, for letting awesome. us record awesome. tonight. Come and please support these guys. Yeah. Let them know. Say, hey, Travis sent me. Say, I am Salt Lake sent you. Whatever. <laughs> Let them know. Hey, you know what? We listened to that episode and, and, and now we, but you guys, guys got to come and, and taste some of their, their, their booze here. I mean, they do tastings here, whole nine yards. So yeah. And if you guys want to see the content that I created. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where can they go for that? Yeah. Go to Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. So go there and then probably go back a few days because um, this episode will be up Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, half a week or so, go back, depending <laughs> on when you're listening to this. Find the eight settlers. Thank you so much, Travis. Yeah. For, for, for joining me on the podcast. And uh, I'll let you get back to your drink. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You bet. 
All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks again to Travis Richards for joining me on this episode. Reach out to him, get in touch. I'm going to put all the links for his Facebook group to get in touch with him. They're going to be all at IamSaltLake.com with this episode, as well as uh, all the contact information to uh, Eight Settlers Distillery. So thank you to them for letting us record this episode there. And like I mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast, I want to start doing more podcast recordings at some of our local restaurants, cafes, you know, places like that here in Salt Lake. So if you would like to host me in the podcast, get in touch, email chris at imsaltlake.com or uh, text or call 801-244-2908. And uh, the website, imsaltlake.com, really easy to remember. We got all the episodes of the podcast there. Go listen to them, go subscribe, go share some of your favorite episodes. And don't forget, if you're moving to Utah, if you're moving across town, if you're just curious what kind of equity you have in your home, get in touch with me. I'd love to help you find your next home. I'd love to know, let you know what the value of your home is. My number is 801-244-2908. You guys have a great week. Uh, get out and enjoy the city. It's going to be a beautiful week. And uh, as always, support local whenever possible. You guys have a great week. Bye.